Welcome to Soundprints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Soundprints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. This is Soundprints for the week of September 23, 2018. First up this week, we're going to bring you an article by Tony Stevens about something that's of interest to all of us, and that is autonomous vehicles and improved transportation. Here's the article. Autonomous vehicles make roads safer for drivers and pedestrians. September 21 by Tony Stevens, ACB Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs. This appeared in MorningConsult.com. As Congress turns through September, an exciting technological development sits just on the legislative horizon, where science fiction from a half century ago stands within reach of our reality and substantial life-saving technology is poised to take to our streets. I'm speaking, of course, to the rise of autonomous vehicles and the current opportunity the Senate has to pass the AV Start Act, S-2559, which will make advancements toward AVs becoming more accessible for millions of Americans who currently don't have access to affordable and reliable transportation due to disabilities like blindness. While recent legislative activity makes AV development seem new to the scene, autonomous vehicles have been riding our roads for many years. In 2011, Renowned robotics professor Sebastian Thrun, T-H-R-U-N, set forth a vision on a TED talk for anonymous vehicles. And a year later on YouTube, Google made a big splash with their first driverless vehicle transporting a passenger who was blind. Since then, the American Council of the Blind has been engaged with technology developers and auto manufacturers recognizing the transformative potential within these vehicles. For the first time, people who are blind will be able to move freely over great distances without the assistance of other sighted individuals. However, this is not the only significant benefit that stands to be gained. In mapping out his vision, Thrun stressed the huge potential AVs have towards significantly reducing fatalities at the hands of distracted drivers. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, 94% of vehicle-related deaths are the result of human error. Earlier this year, the Governor's Highway Safety Association reported a 27% increase over the past decade in accidents with pedestrians, in addition to the highest rate of fatalities and injuries in over 25 years. Distracted drivers are a major concern among travelers who are blind and visually impaired. I remember well that feeling 30 years ago when I went blind taking that first step off the curb into traffic. Even knowing my mobility instructor was watching over my shoulder, it felt very much like a leap of faith. Since then, I've been hit three times by moving vehicles. The last time, my guide dog and I were thrown across the lane of traffic onto the curb. Amazingly, nothing was broken, a grim reality to how a desire to be an independent person who is blind 
comes with certain risks. Knowing well the risks pedestrians face each day, I'm extremely encouraged by the level of commitment that both researchers and industry have given toward envisioning a world with zero vehicle-related fatalities. NHTSA estimates that over 37,000 people die as a result of car crashes in 2016 alone. Safe and secure technology that remains constantly alert while operating vehicles gives me a much greater level of trust over texting teens who just went through an emotional breakup. The AV Start Act will not only provide protections under the ADA for people who wish to operate autonomous vehicles, but it will call for NHTSA to establish a working group that will bring industry and consumers like ACB around the table, where experts can best decide how deployment should unfold over the next decade and beyond. But we are not going to get to that point unless Congress pushes START for the AV START Act and let industry, regulators, and advocates come to the table to map out a future of independence and security on our streets. The hot weather may be finally gone and fall temperatures are here, so it's time to start thinking about the ACB Radio Holiday Auction. This will be the seventh auction and it's coming up December 2, 2018. Brian Charlson visits with us on page two, and we chat about how you, your chapter, your affiliate, and your business can get involved in participating in the auction. And on page three is the Sound Prince calendar. Page two. It's the end of summer, beginning of fall, but already it's time to begin thinking about the holidays and some of the traditions that come with the holidays. And ACB has a tradition that comes with holidays. This will be the seventh year in a row that we will be doing the ACB Radio Holiday Auction. And all of the money raised from the auction does help benefit ACB Radio. And on the phone with me to talk about the seventh annual auction is my committee co-chair. Brian and I are both uh, chairing the auction committee this year, so we have Brian Charlson. And Brian, we're so glad that you're here, and we are. I'm really glad that we're working together again on the auction this year. So let's just tell people a little bit about what's coming up and when it's going to happen, and then invite them to participate. There you go. I, I, too, must admit that this kind of stuff slips in through the back door. Suddenly it's, what do I do, and time for the holidays coming up. Oh, I know, and especially so, when it's the middle of September. Oh, yeah. Well, and we've had uh, one crazy summer when it came to weather this year, so it's hard to even imagine there's such a thing as the S-word, snow. <laughs> snow, I know. It is, it's it. It is inevitable. It will be there sometime. Especially in Boston, where you are, it's inevitable. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> now, here so, in Kentucky, it, it's sort of going to happen, but it may or may not, may not happen by the time the auction comes. Well, there'll be frost on the pumpkin or whatever that phrase is. <laughs> by then. I will so, tell yeah, you, our, our frost date is supposed to be October 10, but we have had years. Um, one year I was homeschooling my granddaughter and we were growing tomatoes and carrots and peppers that year and brian 
I kid you not, we did not bring the tomatoes in from the, the garden, the little garden. We didn't have to pick them until right after Thanksgiving. It was it didn't get below freezing that year. Well, and we don't have any idea with the crazy weather we're having as of late. I know. Whether or not you're going to break a new record in that regard. Right, right. Tomatoes in December. I hope not. <laughs> well, I love tomatoes, but I don't know. I need a change into the season. Yes, well. Okay, so, you know, part of that whole holiday season, um, you know, little kids are excited about uh, what might be under the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. uh, those kinds of things. So it's the, the getting that's part of it. But I find the giving is the better part of it. Mm-hmm. The uh, you know the expression on the other person's face when you give them a great gift and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, that's that's the great part. And part of the ACB holiday auction is the giving part of things. Right. I know my family and I are already working on what is going to be the Charleston household donation to the auction. <laughs> uh, certainly, there'll be baked goods and as part of it, but. I'm hoping to get a little out of the box there and, and mm-hmm. add a couple of other unusual things. You always have great gifts. I know our friend uh, from uh, Washington State, Carrie, she's been a handicrafting crazy person. Oh, my uh, goodness, I know. Putting together things like jewelry items and sewn items of one kind or another, yes. some of which uh, I've already got on my short list for, for putting a bid in for. Mm-hmm. Uh, her Christmas stockings are the ones that we hang at our at our uh, fireplace each year. Yes, and beginning last year she did not only a um, me and my doggy stocking, a pair of stockings, but she did one for the cat lovers as well. Yes, my indeed. kitty and me stocking, and, and it was really popular. So. Oh, I, I can imagine, I yep. can imagine. Yep, my, she's uh, doing it again. My sister is giving serious thought to moving out here to Massachusetts with me, and with a sister comes two cats, so I'm oh. going to need a couple of those, I think. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> there you go. So, you know, you get the fun of, of thinking ahead, and we all wear so many, many hats these days. You know, uh, we're a member of our family, we're a member of the local ACB chapter, maybe one or two or even three different ACB affiliates. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, another groups that are not necessarily blindness related. It might be that your family runs a business or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And each one of those are potential donors to the auction. Uh, I know we've had uh, things from the Bay State Council, my home affiliate here, and I, I think it's every year we see things from your uh, actual, your Lions Club, right? There in Louisville? Um, yeah, especially in the holiday auction, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind always gives the bourbon balls. There you go. And last year we started a new, what we hope for us will become a tradition, and that is also giving a Kentucky Derby pie. And we weren't sure how that would go over because because we, we just weren't sure how people would take so to having a pie shipped to them. But it was a great success, and um, it's just such a decadent, decadent item, and really good. So, yeah. yeah. And then, and it also speaks to your part of the country, which I think yes, it is does. the fun of these these yes. items. You know, getting yes. a, a gift basket from Louisiana or or uh, 
Oh, last year we had a new one, Brian, from Connecticut. It was a nutmeg-based, you know, basket, yeah, of course, because Connecticut is the nutmeg state. And it there was a go. wonderful basket. Michigan cherries, mm -hmm. Georgia peaches, all kinds of possibilities Yes. when it comes to something local. Yes. Something that really speaks to people about the pride you have right. and where you live. It's like an affiliate parade of just themed items. And they they can be a basket, but they don't even have to be a basket. It can be uh, like sometimes from Washington State we receive C's candy. Exactly. Well, uh, you know, our bourbon balls from here, that's not a basket. That's a box of candy. And exactly. so, you know, that's, um, that's, that's always a good, something representative of the state or also, if it's a special interest group like Lua, uh, Lua is doing what do we call that? We're we're doing um, we don't know exactly what the items are going to be, but we're going to call it Double Fire, coming from Lua. So you can think that you know that's probably going to be a couple of the fire Amazon fire, fire products, yep. yeah, exactly. and and so um, Bits usually donates something that's techie, of course, coming from the coming from BITS, from the Blind Information Technology Specialist, what else would we expect? And, exactly. and, and yeah. of course, the guide dog material oh. that we see come through, yes. both from GDUI and from guide dog lovers of ACB yes. radio who want to put something in in the name of their canine companions. Guide dog users has, uh, for a couple of years, um, maybe longer than that, given an absolutely amazing bag, big bag. Uh, I, I think um, it's both years, the last couple of years, it's been a rough wear bag. And yep. and then all has all these pockets and stuff inside and comes with, they put things in there. And I mean, I don't have a dog. And Brian, it's a wonderful item. I almost want that. A bag sounds so wonderful. I almost want it for myself, you know. Exactly. Exactly. So. You know, and then there's things that maybe you have something that you're, you've come across during the course of the year mm -hmm. gets you excited. Mm -hmm. Of course, I love to cook, so it might be something like a uh, uh, talking thermostat or a talking kitchen <laughs> uh, scale. One year we had a talking spatula. There you go. And that was there hilarious. I thought it was the funniest item, and it was wonderful. That just added life, you know, to the auction. So, and it also, for me, I have to tell you that I'm a big uh, watcher of what Alexa has on sale yes. today. Yes. And so I listen to it every day, and now I'm not just listening to see if there's something comes up that I want, mm -hmm. but something that would be a, a real good donation right. to the auction. And I do the same thing with something called Groupons. Yes. Uh, Groupons is a, a wonderful source. You watch, you watch what goes on over time. You don't have to jump at the first thing you hear. Right. My, my wife, I keep telling her, don't jump at the first thing. <laughs> There's some other choices coming down the, down the road that might be kind of fun. We like to get a good mix yep. when it comes to items. Yes. Uh, so it's jewelry, mm -hmm. it's baked goods, mm -hmm. it's um, like the edibles, but also a lot of uh, things that are intended to uh, bring a smile to your face. So are we going to be seeing a music box again this year? 
I think we'll see too. They, um, the ACB Lions usually contributes to music boxes and I have a feeling that they will again. We didn't talk about it in September, but we will definitely do it at the 1st of October because we need to get all of these items chosen and into the Minneapolis office unless they're going to be baked goods, of course, fresh baked cookies or whatever. Now, they don't have to go in by November 1st. But all the other things need to be in Minnesota by November 1 so that we can get pictures of them, so that we can get the images ready and the descriptions ready to get up on that preview page a couple of weeks before the auction. And that is always a really tough job. Actually, Brian, even though our deadline is November 1, if people let us know, like even now, we know of a number of items that are coming and we're already beginning to collect those descriptions. If it's a an item we've had last year or maybe we didn't have it last year but we had it the year before or the year before that, we can go back and pull those descriptions and begin to put them together with the images, the pictures that we have because we save all of this stuff. And and that is an item that then is ready to go for the preview page. And when we're talking about 70 items, putting that page together and getting all of that information posted and just arranging the items is a big job. So the sooner we can hear from people, the better so we can actually have things at least halfway completed before the end of October. Yep, exactly. And you know, I'll tell you, there are some things like those bourbon balls that <laughs> even though they were there last year and the year before and the year mm-hmm. before, they're always, always popular. That's right. Uh, so we don't mind at all nope. seeing repeats. <laughs> we don't. Some of us <laughs> depend on those repeats. Thank you very much. Yes. And uh, we we oh. also are, are really interested. We, we do currently have a lot of jewelry items because we have Carrie's items. And the Kentucky Council of the Blind has already purchased three items, and they are in Minnesota um, at this time. We know Carrie's are coming. She already has pictures of them. So we, we don't need five more jewelry items. Um, but we might could do with one or two. Um, the, I the think uh, electronics yes. is one of those things yes. that always sell very well. Yes, they do. They're of interest to ladies and men right. um, and those kinds of things. Right. I'm giving some thought to mm, a fire cube. Have you ever heard yes. of a fire cube? It links up your television and your cable and your... Um, sound bar and all that stuff oh. that, uh, in your living room okay. so that they can all operate under Alexa Oh wow! without you having to reach for three or four different remotes. Oh. So, you know, that kind of thing would be a very welcome item in mm-hmm. the auction. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking for items that will uh, sell for $25 and up. Yes. Uh, we try to make sure that there's a mix in there so you don't have to know take out a second mortgage to be a bidder Um, (laughs) right but at the same time we really want things remember that this is a benefit Mm. auction so we're anxious that they be things that will raise money to support acb radio 
and all of the good things that that has brought our membership and non-members as well. And Brian, they do not have to be expensive items to contribute because oftentimes uh, you, you do know that some items are going to just take off and be really... Um, and, and be really good good with the bidders. But then other times there's always that surprise item. It does not have to be, um, you know, a, a $100 item or higher in order to be an item that gets in this auction. Um, there are many items that don't, yeah, yeah. Right? We'll, we'll, we'll take a couple of smaller items and make one common theme kind of package to it. Yes. I know that uh, the students have done that. Yes, the students are masterful at that. They create uh, packages that are a uh, like a, um, a finals package, they'll call it, or maybe a, a winter break package or whatever. And uh, a couple of years ago, a really good example, they sent... Uh, two nice, real nice packages, um, and they they actually didn't actually physically put it together. They ordered things, and it just started arriving in Minnesota. And but they told us what they wanted to put together. Well, it happened that one of the items in those packages uh, was was really an item that would stand alone. It was an Olympus recorder. And so we called them and we said, hey, um, we know that you, you wanted this to be two packages, but would you mind, could we please pull the Olympus recorder? We needed another tech item to stand on its own. And we asked if they minded if we pulled that out and put it on its own. And, you know, all three of those all three of those items did very well in the auction, and they weren't—they were not—and you know, there, there wasn't any one huge expensive item that was for the, someone to purchase, but it was very popular with the bidders. Yeah, and you know, one other thing that came to mind here—I've uh, set aside for this year's auction—is collector quality coins. Ah, uh, I have a, a pair of silver dollars that are collector quality. Oh. They're not just, you know, adding to your right. piggy bank. With, right. with these these right. are things you might pass on to kids over the years because they'll only grow in value right. over the years. Right. Uh, the same thing's true for that music, those music boxes we were mm -hmm. talking about, collectors, collectible. Mm -hmm. Yes. We yeah. really encourage people to be careful, careful, careful when they ship us things, that they package them safely. Right. Uh, we've had some folks who sent things to us, and they arrive uh, so damaged that we can't yes. put them up for auction. Right. And we know that their intentions were, were good, but you really got to pack those up. Right. Uh, I don't have to tell you uh, how careful you have to be when somebody else is delivering the box. <laughs> yes. Uh, and also, if if you happen to be, if you're going to to um, contribute an item, and if you if you are ordering it, let's say from Amazon, uh, if you just have it shipped directly to Minnesota, uh, rather than having it sent to you, I know I, I like to see the items that I'm going to contribute, but if it comes to me and then I take it out and look at it, and then I have to package it back up and send it, there's always a bigger chance of breakage so or loss of the item or whatever. So I, 
I just have to forego seeing that item and I just have it sent directly to the Minnesota office. You know, there's one person that I really want to recognize, Brian, because she donates year after year several items and uh, well there's a couple but especially I want to mention Connie Giacomini because Connie boy if you want neat items that people are going to really like um, you can depend on Connie to come through and she, I saw her in St. Louis and she said now you if I don't call you by mid-September you call me because I'm planning to send items to the auction I'm going oh goody goody because I know it's going to be something that will be popular with people and that will be of interest to blind people so she shops for other people like she shops for herself and uh, it's really neat another person that does that is Leslie Spoon and oh, she, yeah. you know, Leslie's always got something neat to send. And I was talking to her last week uh, on a call, and she said, I have a couple of items to send in, and I know they'll be good. You know, she's, exactly. she's just interested. Exactly. You know, this is, you know, I enjoy, as I said at the beginning of this conversation, the joy of giving. Mm-hmm. Part of that is the joy of shopping without guilt. You know, if you shop <laughs> yes. for something for yourself. Yes. A little bit of guilt if it's not a I need, and, but it's an I want. Right. But if you're shopping for the auction, you're doing a good deed. Well, and you get all the fun of the shopping. Yeah, and you get to buy things that you really might pass up for yourself. But sometimes it's just fun to buy something that you know someone else is going to is going to enjoy, and that really makes the holiday auction holiday auction fun let's let's tell people about yeah, let's get to the specifics they need yes. dates and times yes excuse me we need to get things to the minnesota office by november 1 as we said however before you send items even maybe before you go and buy items just because we are beginning to receive quite a few items we've already got about 25 of that 70 items that we want to um, that we that's our goal would be 70 items and we already have 25 so if if people would give us a call first and be sure that if they want to send in a fire tablet, make sure that we don't already have two or three. Because um, that has happened sometimes, and we really don't like to not be able to put in an item. But if we have too many of one thing, then it pulls the price down on all of them. And that means that we don't make as much money for AECB Radio. So please give us a phone call and just find out if if we need the item or the type of item that you are sending. Um, then after we chat about that, then, then go ahead and follow through and, and get that into us. Don't wait to mail it until November 1. It needs to be in Minnesota by November 1, which would mean that if you live in California or you live in North Carolina or you live uh, on e- you know any of the coasts, you're going to need to mail that probably at least a week ahead. I, I'm about, my shipping is about two days to Minnesota, but, you know, that's different for different parts of the country. 
So keep that in mind when you're beginning to send items. Make sure they get to, I would say that they get in the mail by the 24th, 25th of October at the latest. And then uh, let's remember, too, that we talked about descriptions. If you're making an item or if you are, if you're baking something or you are um, handcrafting something, send us your description of it. Send us what you would like for us to say about it because we may not, when we get that item, if it's handcrafted, we may not know about you know some really special component of that item. Don't depend on us to just magically know about all the crafts that come to us. Um, a baked item, tell us, tell us, um, just give us a little, if it's a special recipe from, um, you know, from your grandma or something, tell us about that because people want to, people want to know. And, Story yeah, a story to go with it. And I know. That, that is all very, very important things to yes. keep in mind. Yes. It, we want to honor you for the donation. Yes. And for us to do that well, the more information you can provide us, the easier it's going to be and the better it's going to be. Yes. The first year we had the, um, we had the whoopie pies. Mm -hmm. um, George Holiday sent me th this information about how whoopie pies came to be and all of the history of it from Pennsylvania, and it was it was really great. And those whoopie pies really, really uh, went over, and people expect them every year. So there um, you go. So George, if yeah. you're listening tonight, <laughs> whoopie pies on the list. That's right. So, so and then, so one. Double check what items, especially if there's items that you're buying that are are well, commonplace isn't the right word, mm -hmm. but that somebody else may have come across as well. Mm -hmm. Call us and let mm -hmm. us know so that we can keep you from uh, getting something that we already have multiples of. Yes. Two, if you can, when you buy them, have them shipped directly to the Minneapolis office. Mm -hmm. All the better. Yes. Three. Give us descriptions whenever you can so that we can do it well. Yes. And I think four is be careful to let us know who you are. Absolutely. You know, if you're sending something directly to the office, we want to, as we do each year, give you credit for that donation right. on the page. We want to give you credit in the Braille forum following the auction, mm -hmm. and we want to give you credit during the actual auction itself. That's right. You know. If you want to be anonymous, that's fine. But we really do enjoy sharing those names. They, in fact, um, you give ideas like, um, well, during the uh, convention auction, there were a number of, of items that Marlena yes. family donated. And knowing that that came from that person right. frequently adds value. Yes. Yes, and be sure, too, if you are donating it for an affiliate, if an affiliate is donating it or a chapter or a business, be sure and let us know if 
However, sometimes um, there'll be a person who comes along and they'll say, well, I, I want to give this for my affiliate. My affiliate isn't actually giving, but I want to give this in their name. And we put that affiliate name on there. So we'll say it's Mary Smith, um, you know, donated by Mary Smith uh, from the whatever Council of the Blind. And it doesn't matter who pays for that. We, we, want, to give, we want to give credit where credit is due. So please don't assume that we know because we don't always know. I mean, I, Brian, every year I'll, I'll get calls from Minnesota and they'll say, we just got so-and-so, you know, we just got this item today. Do you know who's sending this? And I'll say no. And they'll say, well, it came from Amazon and there's no name. So, or it came from Penny's and there's no name. So please, please, please let us know who is sending it just because it's a package from you know from from Honolulu doesn't mean that it even came for some from somebody in Hawaii someone else may have had a neat found something neat when they were out there and and sent it and had it shipped directly so we need to know who has sent the item and if they where they are from and if it also is in the name of an affiliate a chapter or a business now brian let's tell people when this great event is going to happen it's coming again the first december the first sunday in december and that is this year december 2 am i right yes december 2nd Boy. december 2 oh my you're saying a date <laughs> <laughs> no. December 2nd, Yes, which means that the auction will be happening in time for you to re-gift whatever you buy at the auction. Right, right. To somebody you care for, I assume. Yes, yes. That, yeah. And I will say, <laughs> and, uh, too, that when, um, when you buy, when you bid on and win an auction item, um, you know, you don't tell us that night where you want that item shipped. Um, after the auction is over, the Minneapolis office contacts each winner and gets their credit card information, um, gets the item boxed up, makes sure the shipping address is right. And at that point, if you would like the item that you have purchased to go directly to someone else, you can tell us that. Now, we don't gift wrap. But <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, there's only so much we can ask the Minnesota office to do. That's right. And they just can't. I, you know what? I, I think they would probably um, have a real problem if I called them up and said, hey, could you possibly gift wrap? But uh, they're so busy at that time of year. But they really do a huge job in getting all of those things shipped out. And uh, if it's something that's coming directly, like, Brian, if you do your cookies, when you make your cookies, um, you don't actually bake the cookies and send them to Minnesota, but they call you and say, Brian, this is who's won the cookies, and then you package them up and send them out. Send them out to those addresses, right. absolutely. Right. So, so we've got this down. After seven years, you can yes, imagine. We have figured this out. <laughs> right. Now, every year can throw some wrinkles in, Yes. and that's okay. We, we've got a team that knows how to roll with the punches, so to speak. <laughs> yes. So we want not only want people please to make donations to the auction but we want you to talk to your friends and family because this mm -hmm. is not something that you have to be 
in a particular place at a particular time. Right. You can participate in the auction from wherever you are. Yes. Because you can call in on our phone lines. You can listen in on ACB Radio, uh, well, on a number of our different streams that mm -hmm. evening. Mm -hmm. You can this year also come and join us in what's called a Zoom meeting. That sounds fancy, but really what it amounts to is a video conference mm -hmm. where people can call in mm -hmm. uh, by way of clicking on an email. We'll be happy to send you and participate in that fashion. We think those of you who participated in the auction in the past are going to find it e even more effective right. than we've been able to do in the past. Right. We are going to be able to handle, I think, more bids, more rapidly, more accurately. Uh, we're going to be able to enjoy hearing the voices of the bidders, right. which we haven't in the past, right? It's just been passed from the back room to the front right. room. Right. So it's going to be a true entertaining evening. Yes, and if it all works out, we still have to test all this. But, oh, yes. But, Brian, what is so cool is that if it all works out, people won't have to keep hanging up and calling back. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And won't that be fun? I mean, I'll tell you that I will <laughs> call in, and with my computer, I'll stay connected. Yep. And I'll be ready to hit the right keystroke to raise my hand with the next auction. Yes. And uh, some amazing, fun times are going to be had yes. uh, by attending this auction. Yes. Now, we're hoping that all works. Between two yeah. people. Yes. Oh, come on. Be positive. <laughs> oh, I know. I, oh, I just know it's going to work. But <laughs> I know it's going to work, yes. But, but stranger but, things have happened, you know. Yes, exactly, exactly. There so, was the year that, uh, who was it, Larry didn't get to make it to... Oh, yeah. He calls us up. You know, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind always has its Christmas party the the Saturday, the first Saturday in December. So the Christmas party is on Saturday. Like This year it will be on the first. And then the, um, the auction is on the second. And so... Um, Several of us that are involved in the auction are also heavily involved in the Christmas party. Uh, Patty Cox has been the person who answers the phone and takes the bids, but on Saturday she's cooking dinner for 80 people. Okay, so it's cook dinner and then come and do the auction the next day. Uh, Michael McCarty um, plays the uh, Mr. Santa. And uh, at the Christmas party, and his wife Angie is Mrs. Claus, and so here they are doing all that on Saturday, and I'm running the bargain table and helping with registration and stuff at the party, and we usually have 75 or 80 people at that party. So Larry, what, three years ago or so, he was supposed to be coming in on that day, because at that, back then, he would come in to Louisville, Larry Turnbull, and would... Um, actually try to stream, and he did stream the auction out of uh, Heart Media to ACB Radio. And he calls me that morning, the Saturday morning. He was supposed to be coming in that day and coming to our Christmas party. And so, and then staying overnight and going to the auction. And so he calls me that morning and he says, I can't make it to the auction. 
And I said, what? He said, no, I've been in the, I'm in the hospital. And he was in there with kidney stones, okay? <laughs> so we knew he wasn't going to get to Louisville. And at that time, we had no backup plan. I mean, we just didn't have, we had not needed that back. What would we do if Larry didn't come? And I will have to tell you, there were a couple of people. First of all, I called um, Paula Weiss in Lexington. She helps with the auction. And I said, Paula, um, a, a guy named Kevin Miner, who broadcasts on ACB radio, I said, maybe we can get Kevin down here to help out because he knows how to do, um, maybe he could help us. Well, and so she had lined him up, but uh, because Michael McCarty and I did the on-air, and I said, well, there's no way Michael can do both things. So I called Michael, though, and he says, oh, I think I can I think I can do this. Let me get on this right now, and I'll let you know tonight at the, at the party if I can do this. So he comes into the party that night, and he says, um, I think that I have my computer set up so I can I can take it to Clear Channel. I'm going to get I'm going to get there early, and we're going to test this. And he said I think we'll be fine. And so Kevin didn't need to come into Louisville because he's an hour and a half away. And and Michael said if we can run this through the radio storm, and that's his internet station that he runs himself. Yeah, exactly. And you know we've done that ever since. And it's changed a little bit. It's gotten a little simpler. Um, you know, he had time to refine it. And I will tell you, it that, you know, there's good that comes out of everything. And there's good and bad in all things. And and out of Larry having that horrible experience of the kidney stones came um, a way for us to do this auction that was much less expensive. And at the same time, got the information to ACB Radio actually uh, a little um, more efficiently, and we didn't have as many problems uh, with getting the information out, getting the stream out, uh, as we were having when when we were doing it, actually trying to stream five or six channels out of uh, Heart Media. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So suffice it to say that this crew, who's been with us from the beginning, yes. this crew is here for year number seven, <laughs> where, once again, where there's a will, there's a way. Yep. We always try to up our game yep. at our end. And this year it's going to be Zoom. <laughs> and this year we're, we're, we're putting on our Zoom hats. <laughs> yep. And yep. Uh, we hope that you will help us make this auction the best it's ever been. Absolutely. That starts with a donation of an auction item, one that you'd be proud to associate with your name or your affiliate's name. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, getting on that sooner rather than later. Right. Uh, as we've described here tonight. Right. Now, the two co-chairs are yourself and myself. Right. And if people want to call in with an idea for an item, where do they go? Okay. I'm going to give... Let's give our phone numbers so mm -hmm. that they can call us directly and it doesn't get lost in the shuffle somewhere. So, exactly. uh, Brian, your number is? 617-775-2541. That's 617-775-2541. That's my iPhone number. So please leave 
a voicemail message, and I will call you back. Okay. All right. And my number is 502-897-1472. That's 502-897-1472. And you can, if I don't answer, you can leave a message for me, and I, too, will call you back. And uh, if you would like to email us, Brian, let's give your email. My email is Brian Charlson, one word. That's B-R-I-A-N-C-H-A-R-L-S-O-N at Comcast, C-O-M-C-A-S-T dot net. Again, Brian Charlson, one word, at Comcast dot net. And mine is Carla, C-A-R-L-A, 40206. That's my zip code. Carla40206 at gmail.com. Well, Brian, this is going to be, I think, a great auction. It's going to be lots of fun, and I hope that people will enjoy it as much as they seem to have enjoyed it in the past. And I'm just real pleased that we're working together on this auction again this year. Well, I think that uh, we make quite the team between my gift of gab and, and your ability to keep all of the thousand and one balls in the air at one time. I think we'll pull it off once again. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on Sound Prince, and let's go get them for this auction. Holiday Auction 2018. Page 3, the Sound Prince calendar. September 24, Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana will hold its membership meeting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. By conference call at 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. On September 26, the Bluegrass Council of the Blind will have its peer support group meeting from noon to 2 p.m. at the BCB office in Lexington. For more information, call them at 859-259-1834. On September 27, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will have its next peer support group meeting in Louisville, Kentucky from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. It will be at the United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street. The guest will be from the American Printing House for the Blind, and you'll have a chance to try out many of their low vision products. For more information, call 502-895-4598. September 28, the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, SAVVY, had scheduled a workshop on iPhone accessibility. That workshop has been canceled and will be rescheduled in the near future. September 28 is the next Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Roundabout. There will be education and technology from 3.30 to 5, including iPhones, orbit readers, and more. There will be a tip sheet from 5 to 5.30 page turners and an opportunity to share good books followed by a tri-state library users meeting from 5:30 to 6 dinner 6 to 7 6 dollars per person KCB next generation activity also games and crafts from 7 to 9:30 all at United Crescent Hill Ministries call 502-895-4598 to sign up on September 29 Coping with Low Vision Loss is an activity at the American Printing House for the Blind Museum. It's from 1 to 3 p.m. 
people new to vision loss must address a host of practical issues and cope with a myriad of emotions. APH has brought together a panel of experts that can help tackle the tough questions. Come and be part of the discussion. For more information, call the APH Museum at 502-899-2213. On October 2, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will have a conference call, including a support group meeting for individuals statewide. It will be at 8 p.m. and it will be on a new conference number. That number is 669-900-6833 and the code is 3572-595-193. On October 4, the KCB Convention Planning Committee will meet at 7 p.m. at 669-900-6833, code 3572-595-193. Also on October 4, the American Council of Blind Lions will have its monthly conference call meeting for lions from around the country. This is an excellent chance to share ideas on how to be involved in local clubs and to get involved in ACB Lions. The call is at 9 p.m. Eastern Time and the number is 712-432-3900. The code is 796096. On October 5, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have a roundabout, including education and technology with iPhones, Orbit readers, and more. Discussion time from 5 to 6, dinner 6 to 7, $6 per person, bingo $2 per person, 7 to 9.30. At United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street in Louisville. You need to sign up, call 502 895-4598. October 7, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have its committee meetings. The Advocacy Committee will meet at 7 p.m. and the Education, Activities, and Technology EAT Committee will meet at 8 p.m. on the conference line at 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. October 8 is the KCB Next Generation Nationwide Conference Call. 8.30 p.m. by phone, ACB members and individuals under the age of 40 are invited to join this nationwide conference call to explore the possibility of organizing a national special interest affiliate within ACB. Dial 669-900-6833 and enter code 3572-5833. Five nine five one nine three. For more questions, contact Amanda Selm at 502-750-1774 or email her at alsmoot, S-M-O-O-T-8-7, at gmail.com. On October 9, the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, SAVVY, will have its monthly meeting from 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time at the Wing Avenue Baptist Church in Owensboro, Kentucky. For more information, contact Rick Bogus at 270-684-4418 or Bill Roberts at 270-485-8170. On October 10, Northern Kentucky Council will have its conference call meeting at 7 p.m. by phone 605-475-4700, enter code 155619. 
For more information, call Jerry Slusher at 859-781-7369. On October 10, the KCBPR Membership Committee will meet at 8 p.m. by phone 669-900-6833, intercode 3572-595-193. On October 11, Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will have its in-person Low Vision Support Group from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. For more information, call 502-895-4598. October 12 is a Savvy Workshop to be announced from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time at the Wing Avenue Baptist Church, 628 Wing Avenue in Owensboro. For more information, call Rick Bogus at 270-684-684. 4418. On October 12, the GLCB Roundabout will include education and technology from 3.30 to 5, discussion from 5 to 6, dinner 6 to 7, and games and other activities from 7 until 10. At United Crescent Hill Ministries, sign up by calling 502-895-4598. On October 13, GLCB will have its board meeting for the month at 11 a.m. by phone at 605-475-6006, intercode 294444. On October 14, KCB Next Generation will have its chapter meeting at 8 p.m. by telephone 669-900-6833, intercode 3572-595-193. On October 14, ACB Families will have its next meeting and informational conference call at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 712-432-3900, intercode 796-096. On October 15, the Kentucky Council of the Blind will have its monthly board meeting at 7.30 p.m. Dial 669-900-6833 and intercode 3572-595-193. On October 19, GLCB will have a roundabout education and technology from 3.30 to 5, discussion time including cooking activities from 5 to 6, dinner 6 to 7, $6 per person, and games and crafts from 7 to 10. At United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville, Sign up by calling 502-895-4598. October 20, Savvy will have a booth at the Special Needs Expo in Owensboro, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Stop by their booth at the Owensboro Christian Church to learn more about visual impairment and Savvy. October 20 is a Halloween mask-making workshop at the American Printing House for the Blind. 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Use tactile materials to make scary and friendly Halloween masks and headdresses. Free, but registration is required. Ages 6 and up. Call 502-899-2213 to sign up. October 21, the KSB alumni will have its monthly board meeting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Call 605 Four seven five six zero zero six and enter code two nine four 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 four. 
On November 16 and 17, the Kentucky Council of the Blind invites you to our state conference and convention. It'll be packed with workshops, programs, exhibits, food, and friends. KCB is the final frontier. This year's theme is Star Trek at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. Rooms available at the Ramada Inn North, 1041 Zorn Avenue. Room rates are $79 plus tax. More information coming soon. On December 1, the Greater Louisville Council of Blind will have its Christmas party. Lots of food and fun and Santa for everyone. $6 per person. More details coming soon. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prints. Have a great week, everybody.